Thank you so much. What a good job. Thank you so much. You guys, our musicians, thank you. Outstanding. Leading us in worship today, an opportunity to, to be together, celebrate that word of God and celebrate the presence of God in our, in our community. Join me for, for a word of prayer. May the words of my mouth and meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. We bless you, Lord, that the Good Shepherd is so prominent in our sanctuary this morning that through the light streaming through a window, we pick up a visual of, of the words you bring us in Psalm 23 and in John chapter 10. So bring comfort to our hearts. Help us know and hold your presence close to us and grant us, Lord, a moment in your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. There are a few possessions in our lives that we hang on to that have great significance for us. For some, it may be a picture, a picture frame, something old, something that grandma and grandpa had, something that you inherited, or, or something that was given to you that was a special thing that, that maybe you never, never let go of. And every time you look at it, you kind of stream back to the moment where you received it, you smile, you remember, you feel a certain kind of warmth with, with those objects. For me, one of those objects is this Bible. I got this when I turned 50. I got it from Pastor Chris Singer and from his wife. It's ratted, ratted and torn. And the, the, the funny story behind it, it was given to me on my 50th birthday, and it is a large print Bible that was supposed to help me be able to read the Word of God in my later years. But this Bible is all marked up. It's all beat up. I keep it right here in my office. And when I go to a wedding, a funeral, a worship service, when I write a sermon, I do it out of, out of this Bible. And so Psalm 23 in this Bible is marked up. Psalm 23 has been read dozens and dozens, if not hundreds and hundreds of times out of this Bible. And I like the language of it because the language speaks immediately to my heart. And it puts a picture in my heart and in my soul of who God is and how God represents himself, not always as a big strong guy, but here in Psalm 23 as, as a good shepherd. These words, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Many of us, if we grew up in the faith, kind of nod when we hear those first words because we know what's coming after it. Maybe those words in your life have been said in, the, in a worship service. Maybe they've been sung, said, prayed. Maybe even you have thought those words in prayers at a time when things were very difficult in your life. Now, it would be easy to spend the moments this morning to to give you all sorts of scholarship and gobbledygook words that would take away from the beauty of King David's language. I could come up with trivial stories about shepherds and sheep, 
usually about how shepherds were kind of young and yucky and sheep are dumb and gross. But it's been a week. You know exactly what I mean. It's been a month and you know exactly what I mean. There's a sense of tension in the world that is so real for us that it's rocked some to the very core of, of their being. We live in a society in a time when people put their hope in reasonable things, in reasonable people making reasonable decisions, and what we're going through now is not necessarily reasonable. And so we struggle to find answers. We struggle to kind of figure out how we respond to a virus, to a quarantine, to social distancing. And no one has a quick, easy answer. No one has it all figured out. No one can look and say definitively, next week, this is how it's going to roll out. Some panic. Some become so anxious to the point of losing their mental equilibrium. Never would you think that finding a roll of toilet paper would be such a big deal. But so it's been the last week, the last maybe 10, 10 days. And while things change all around the world and things change here in Orange County, Psalm 23 leads us not to simplistic answers to complicated questions, but rather maybe to take the foot off the gas pedal of our lives find a sense of rest and comfort because we have a good shepherd who with his calm voice and his sacrificial care leads us in difficult moments in our lives. Psalm 23 isn't about uh, trivialities or idiotic details. It's about an enormous picture of who God is and what God is all about of the comfort that he brings and the peace that he brings to anxious souls. When we've been through and are going through a time such as this, what more marvelous words are there than, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. My Bible that I had that I shared with you has made its way all through St. Joe's Hospital it's been in the oncology ward, it's been in the uh, cemetery ward, it's been in the, uh, uh, the arms and legs and shoulders ward, it's been all throughout that hospital, it's been all throughout Kaiser Hospital, it's been in and out of people's homes. I remember having that Bible with these same words with my friend Bob Rossi about four or five days before he passed away. And he wasn't so worried about all the reasonable things of life and how decisions were going to be made as he was found and took comfort in the reality that the Good Shepherd was there for him that day and would be there for him the day he was called home and would continue to reside with he and his family after he passed. It wasn't about it making an argument for the Lord is the Good Shepherd. It was about simply saying the words and the image coming to mind of the Lord who loved him and cared for him. The visual piece. In our own sanctuary, we've got the visual piece like you can't believe. And I'm not sure how accurate that is, but it works for me. When I start out in that psalm and I say, the Lord is my shepherd, each one of us puts through our mind's eye a, a picture, a vision, maybe a video of God's presence for you. 
And that's what God's Word does for us. It has its way with our mind and our soul. For each of us goes to a quiet place, a beautiful place, a place with loved ones. Each one of us gets to a different place in terms of how it looks. But definitely to a place of peace and rest and comfort and calm. Away from turbulent streams and through shadowy valleys, the Lord is with us. So in John chapter 10, where Jesus begins to speak, he says these words, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. The minds of the hearers that day Jesus spoke went immediately to Psalm 23. They knew precisely what the Messiah was saying and what he was all about. They knew that he aligned himself with his Father in heaven. They knew that they were his sheep. They knew the metaphor, the allegory, whatever rhetorical advice you want to call it. He knew who he was, and his people knew who he was. And we know who he is today. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. That's the money verse of John 10. Because in the death of the good shepherd, the lambs are set free in love and comfort and peace. Jesus pours out in sacrifice his life for his sheep taking away sin that haunts us, guilt that hounds us, fear that grips us. He lays down his life for his lambs. That's what a good shepherd does. Gives his all for his sheep. And that's what it's all about today. Lambs and sheep knowing and following Jesus. His rod and his staff comforting us. His presence granting us peace and providing a constant for us. The history and the things of life ebb and flow, and we know that. Lambs and sheep and people following Jesus. The viruses and painful episodes, they have a way of, they come and they go. The markets, they ebb and they flow. Even more ups and downs, all of them in our lives, we go through it. And we don't go through it alone. We go through it with our Lord. Some of the ups, joyful, filled with the very best things of life. And some of the lows, filled with the most painful thoughts and behaviors we could ever imagine. But the constant is our Lord Jesus, the Good Shepherd. The one who laid down His life for us. He's our constant. Our Shepherd. His voice brings calm in the midst of chaos. One more piece. This Monday, and anyone who is in three separate meetings with me knows I'll sometimes use the same devotion a couple times. And this devotion I used three times this week. I asked the staff what their go-to Bible verses were. Immediately, one person smiles, says, John 3.16, for God so loved the world. One said, uh, I come to me, you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Another said, Ephesians chapter 2, 8 and 9, for it is by grace you have been saved. Another gentleman in my elders' meeting cranked out all of Ephesians 4, all of Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and petition, make your request, make your request to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, 
will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Another smiled and said, Psalm 23, for sure. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It's not about what we learn today. It's about having that go-to scripture that points us to Christ. And in pointing us to Christ leads us away from fear and directs us in the ways of goodness and mercy all the days of our lives. And in that, the word and promise of the Good Shepherd creates peace for us, resiliency when we're challenged, and community, people who know and love one another. So this morning, we get a few moments, just a few, to be free from fear and to walk together by quiet waters, to walk through green pastures, to hear the voice of our Good Shepherd, and to hold on to the promise that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. In the name of our Good Shepherd, in the name of Jesus, amen.